Jewelry chain Michael Hill is fighting an uphill battle in New Zealand, but business is booming in Aussie. In its in its half year financial results, the company's overall profit was down fifty five percent on last year. Analysts have dubbed New Zealand a laggard for the company. All those ram raids have been a major headache for Michael Hill. The company spent three million dollars on security measures in the past year alone. Daniel Bracken is the CEO at Michael Hill. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Heather. Why is the Aussie business doing so well and not the New Zealand business? I think the Australian consumer is starting to have some confidence in the economy here. Uh, There are hints at uh, interest rate cuts to come. uh, And we're getting still, I think, the opposite in New Zealand, where even tomorrow there's suggestions that there could be a rate increase in New Zealand tomorrow. So I think we've had a much more stable economic environment here over the last few months. Uh, and I think there's just generally more optimism in this market. I mean, it's quite a difference, isn't it? Their business in Australia, their business in Australia is up 20%, whereas we're down 9%. So th- that d- does the interest rates and the optimism explain that? Or is it more than that? They must have more spendy cash than we do. Well, well, our Australian uh, results does include a new segment that we added to our business this year, a new brand that we acquired called Bevels. So that does flatter uh, that Australian number somewhat, but mm. we are... Um, significantly outperforming in Australia to our New Zealand business. Um, and look, there's been a, a number of things at play in the New Zealand market, um, not just the economy, you know, political, I guess, turbulence, government taking time to get formed and new policies taking time to get issued. Consumer credit, which is a big part of our New Zealand business, uh, has been much more difficult to get um, and then I, 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 I suspect you're going to ask me about it as well. You know, we have had some challenges with significant crime, elevated crime uh, in our business in New Zealand that we're now, we've taken a lot of actions to protect ourselves from. Yeah. Uh, and we are starting to see positive signs from that as well as, as our stores become much safer for both our customers and our teams. But all of, that, all of those things combined have made it a tough six, seven months in New Zealand for sure. Daniel, have you seen people not wanting to go into the stores because it's unsafe or considered unsafe? No, thankfully not. You know, what? what's amazed me is the loyalty both of our own team, which is quite incredible after these incidents, how our teams are so hungry to get back in and want the stores to look fresh and ready to serve customers. And our customers, the loyalty of our customers is phenomenal. You know, we're a a much-loved brand in the market. And while, you know, after an incident, there may be a, a, a short-term impact of people not immediately coming back, it's, it amazes me how quickly they come back. And mm. we're very lucky that we're such a loved brand in the market and that both our teams and customers respond so quickly to these absolutely awful incidents. The security cost of $3 million. What was that? What's that up from in the previous year? So uh, similar in the first half. But we have got two areas that we're investing. One is in guarding to protect our stores and our teams. And the other is investing in infrastructure costs within stores. So we've rolled out fog cannons uh, to all of our stores. This a, a new technology DNA spray. We've just rolled out a significant investment in what's called armor glass to uh, most of our stores now on the North Island and, and, and many on the South Island. So they're all what I would call capital investments to protect the business long term. Uh, and then on top of that, obviously, we've got these guarding costs. So that $3 million that you're talking about is actually the security costs 
uh, of operating the business doesn't take into account the capital investments that we're making to protect the long-term future of our business there. Hey, that rebrand to Green and Gold, is that just for Australia or is that for New Zealand too? <laughs> oh, dear, 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 dear. There is not a rebrand to Green and Gold. What? Some, some journalist has picked up on that and think that's the case. Our, our rebrand is to a colour called Green Onyx, uh, which is completely derived from our focus on the heritage of the brand being a New Zealand heritage brand. And we've picked up on colours and a colour palette that's derived from the landscape around New Zealand. So it's absolutely tied back into the heritage of our brand. It's absolutely nothing to do with green and gold of Australia, which someone has picked up on. So um, poorly picked up on, I'd say. It's absolutely (laughs) aligned to the heritage and our New Zealand But it is happening, uh, okay? You are are doing the rebrand, yes? We, we, we are bringing okay. a, a refreshed look to the brand uh, and it's going live in uh, the middle of April and we're absolutely thrilled and excited by it. And yes, the first store that will be the embodiment of it is in Australia. Yes, I'm sorry about that, but that's <laughs> the most appropriate store. It just happened to line up, uh, the stars aligned for the timing. Hey, very final thing, your, your um, premium brand that you're launching, 1077, you went for a soft launch in December. Why did you do a soft launch? So we want to get all the technology working perfectly before we really market the business. So it's a new space for us. It's, it's an amazing brand where you can literally go on and you build your own bespoke ring. You pick from tens of thousands of unique diamonds and you build literally the ring of your ultimate desire and choice. And it's a complex piece of technology with complex 3D rendering. It's a new space for us. We want to make sure that it's absolutely seamless and top top-notch customer experience before we start sending uh, tens of thousands of customers to the site. So that's why we call it a soft launch. We want to get everything right. It's live. But until everything's perfect, we're really not going to be trumpeting about it. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.